Hey guys, what's up? It's episode 106. Got four of us in here today. Myself, Bobby, Dan, Sal. We're talking about inflation, greedflation, stagflation, shrinkflation, all the flations we're going to talk about today. Before we get into it though, make sure you guys smash that subscribe button, share it with your best friend, share it with the guy you hate the most, and make sure to tune in. See ya. <laughs> all right, so uh, Matt's not here today. So Boom. I didn't actually know how to start the pod. But I realized that we actually record the intro at the end of the pod. But I haven't been. They're not so supposed long. to know that. They're supposed to think that we flow so beautifully right into the pod. Well, I let them in the back door. <laughs> the back. Now they know. <laughs> it's all about the. Don't auth- put the ball on the tee. It's all about. It. Don't put the ball on the tee. <laughs> the authenticity. Anyway, so um, before we dive in. Or I guess I'll do that later. Can we cut that part real quick? No, it's fucking funny. Leave it. <laughs> I was going to say share our shit. <laughs> um, today, we're going to talk about flations. So we have inflation, which everybody already knows. We really don't need to talk about that too much. But the Hustle came out with a little snippet today. Hustle is not a sponsor yet. Um, but we are working hard to get uh, Sam Parr on So if anybody podcast. knows Sam Parr, can you like tag them, tag him, like, and say like you should go on professional development yeah. when you're sharing all of our shit that we ask you to share? Yeah. Um, that'd be perfect. Thanks. Um, so we're, we're doing the fl- <laughs> the flation. So uh, they came out with a snippet today on greedflation. I sent that over um, and it became our topic for today. So there's greedflation, there's stagflation, and then there's something called shrinkflation, in addition to obviously, again, masterflation. So, what's that? <laughs> Just another form of flation. <laughs> you can put anything in front of the you word can, flation. Yeah. Masterflation. Golflation. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so flation. I guess with that, uh, I don't have any quotes today. No, this I, is a uh, tough one because yeah, no. like there's no quotes no. on it's a new thing. It's kind of a new word. I didn't um I didn't do any quotes either. Um if you want me to just kind of jump in on greedflation, I will. Um Yeah, we can start there. So from I didn't actually read what Dan sent because I think it was just a screenshot. I don't think it was actually like a fucking link to read anything. Yeah. Um, I, but, I read that. Okay. So but I, I think I from what I understand, greedflation is basically where companies are trying to raise the prices even though in their industry where inflation has not been as strong of a number. So this is actually something new that's kind of happened in pretty much since COVID. Uh, it seems to be more of a political gain than it is an actual real terminology for something that's happening. Um, and you want to keep going? No, yeah, yeah. I was going to say like just to summarize, raising prices without your cost of goods actually going up. Yeah. But doing it because you have an excuse to do it with with the market um, and you know, you can use an excuse like supply chain, yeah. right? Yeah, like, exactly. But it's not actually affecting you. Yeah. So the, the case for greedflation is inflation rose and consumers became disconnected of what like a benchmark level of inflation was. It was like, okay, everything costs more and you're not sitting there being relative to, well, how come this isn't in line with this? So you lost your benchmark. Um, essentially they're saying that companies are taking advantage of the users because it's an opportunity for them to raise their profits and profits of 2000 publicly traded companies last year rose well above pre pandemic levels. So that's your case for greedflation. Now your case against greedflation is price gouging is not needed to explain inflation. 
It's it just happens. COVID disrupted supply chains, like Dan said. Um, Russia invading Ukraine affected food and energy, and stimulus stimulus bills left Americans with more money and less product. So there was more people out there trying to buy less product. Um, <clears throat> essentially, supply versus demand. So those are your cases for it. An indicator that I saw that shows that greedflation really is not a true thing is healthcare prices. So healthcare prices historically have always rose higher than the rate of inflation. In the last year, healthcare prices have been slower than the cost of inflation. So I thought that was interesting because if there's one industry that I feel like would try and take advantage of this right now, it would 100% be the healthcare industry. And also something that's interesting about it is inflation has remained high at 9% new record levels where they're saying, oh, look at these companies. They're making more money. They're more profit. They're screwing us over. Um, the S&P has, has dropped more than 20% in the last year. So how do you combine those two? And earnings reports for all these big, large corporations are coming in lower than expected. So that's where I feel like greedflation is just kind of like a, like Matt would say, a woo-woo word right now. <laughs> well, I think that it definitely could happen. Yeah. You know, and I definitely think that, you know, if people are willing to pay more, does I guess my big question on it is how close is this to like the supply demand thing yeah. or the econ one one, right? Yes. If I am running out of a product, but there's a million people that want to buy it, but I only have five of them, I could I could raise that price ten times and there's somebody in that group of million that will pay whatever the fuck I want for mm -hmm. it. And so, I, I have that wrote down, not to like mow your grass no, here, yeah, but yeah. Pr price is the best way to allocate scarce products. Like that's the only way that you can allocate that correctly is you have to keep raising prices until there's people that aren't willing to pay that amount. So I feel like I feel like this greedflation is literally just supply versus demand. Yeah, well, they said so MasterCard and Visa, for example, raise their transaction fees. And everybody's like, well, what the fuck, you know? Like, why would you do that? That's greedflation. So that they're the ones kind of with the magnifying glass on them. Um, and, and so I could see that because you're, you're selling, if you're selling like a software or something that's not like a hard product, how do you say, yeah. well, supply chain or, you know, but what I would, I think I thought about that a little bit more and think about the labor prices, yeah. like labor has gone up 4.1% or so, uh, over the last year. So you have to run this business, your operational costs, energy costs to run the business. All this shit is going up a little bit. So while I do agree that it's there, it's also probably kind of a thing for people to point at companies and say, you know, bad, like bad on corporate, but also corporations have a, a duty to the shareholders to make as much profit yeah. as possible. So something that I found interesting about all this greedflation talk is it's the reason it's more of a political aspect is they're trying to pass bills that are going to cap how much corporations can <clears throat> charge on situations, which to the naked eye, it's like, oh, that's cool. Like gas shouldn't cost this much, right? Well, that's just like almost the start of socialism where it's like, okay, well, what happens when that good does get scarce? Who's going to get that first? And how come in a capitalist country that if Dan or Bobby or somebody who owns a business wants to charge more, if there's people willing to pay that, there should be nothing wrong with that. And like Dan said, I I think there is industries where this probably is happening, like maybe in the, you know, the e-commerce sector like you're talking about there. But there's also industries that are probably suffering from it as well that are having to eat those costs. Like say, say you're a sm small mom and pop shop that uses Square and they've raised their 
uh, fees for your credit card processing. Well, who's that hurt? That They're going to raise their prices. So then it ends up always hurting the end consumer at the end of the day. Um, I think overall, I think greedflation is is a little bit of bullshit. And I think it's a political play to uh, change some things around. Yeah, well, so kind of push that a little bit fur- further. What about the companies that technically have a monopoly, like your local utility company or your local trash? I guess you could choose a different trash provider, but you know, these utilities, because technically it's illegal to have a monopoly on like, like, you know, yeah. I can't be the only shoe sales person in St. Louis. Uh, but, you know, if Amron raised their rates, or is it Spire now? I don't even know. Uh, it's, well, it's both. <laughs> yeah. So One's electric, one's gas. Yeah. Okay. So either of those, those are like the only, do you know of any other providers? If you were to say, hey, fuck you, I want electric from someone else, where do you I get that? I have no idea. That's so a- I have to pay what they're telling me I have to pay. Yeah. And there, there's probably regulation on that. So I, I would agree with like, yeah, you have to, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like at some point you have to have a cap. So that. where where are we seeing things? I guess just because like I can just think of certain things that I've spent money on, but um, this hasn't been something that's been top of mind or even I've thought about at all until this was brought up today. So um, is there anything specific that, people should be looking out for where rates are going up or they should be looking well, at other companies to purchase things from? Well, so before we dive into that, like there's the other inflation that I wanted to talk about was shrinkflation, which is kind of a really interesting one to me uh, because it happens to me. Yeah. When you get out of the pool. <laughs> <laughs> Just in general, it doesn't need to be in a pool. So no, but so shrinkflation's when companies will keep the same price but they'll put less in the package. And a lot of times the package is staying the same. So um, the so is this when you get like a bag of fucking sun chips and there's like four fucking chips in there? Yeah. That is exactly it. That God, is exactly that it. should happen to me. So, so yeah, the, the uh, I have a couple of examples. Uh, I, w- I did want to tee it off though. Like, yeah. How much, and this is a little sidebar, right? With shrinkflation, okay? Because toilet paper has been hit by shrinkflation. And I was wondering, how much money do you think it costs to take a shit? Like, wiping. Like, And uh, good thing the internet already did the research, so I'm so, just curious. Like, how much toilet paper do you think you consume per shit? Like, there's no way it's more than dollars. a nickel. Oh, wait. Okay. Like, per shit? Like, I, I don't know. Per I, shit. I mean, I think I'm kind of wasteful with the uh, toilet paper because I'm like, I'm not like a folder or anything neat. I Dude, just, my like, wife I is just, like half a roll. Oh yeah, girls are the worst. Do you just now? Are you guys bunchers or folders? Oh, I'm for sure a buncher. I just bunch that shit up, I wipe roll, it uh, front to back I'm, or back to front. Uh, front to back. Yeah, balls, balls to butt. Oh, so wait. Okay, I have this. Might be a way <laughs> off topic. So, this might be way off topic. I'm the weirdest with this shit. Okay, I have to know this because I've had, I've had this. No, I don't. Oh damn! <laughs> now, when you guys wipe your ass, okay. This is going way wrong. Do you, are you like a like a leaner? Po- like do you like lift the cheek and, and, and swipe, or do you do a full stand up? I lean. I'm a leaner. Oh, I I swipe. I go underneath. Like no, oh, you I don't. swear to God, I hold up. Hell, my, what if your hand I, hits I, the water? I, I show, <laughs> what if your hand hits the? Fuck? You don't let it hit the water. <laughs> You don't let it hit the That's water. A you risk lean I'm up not a willing bit, to take. You hold up your That's sack and all I'm that stuff, and then you 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 get a clean wipe. And you don't. <laughs> Who the fuck taught you how to wipe your ass? I, I think I taught myself. 
I, that's not a risk I'm taking. Yeah. Well, it's uh, it's a whiteflation. Uh, so, <laughs> hey, this is going to be an Instagram reel, and I'm fully prepared. Yeah, this is whiteflation. This is this is whiteflation for sure. Less toilet paper, same price. But no, I was wondering. So, you you have a guess, Sal? Do you have? Is it a breakdown per square? No, per shit. Per, per shit. shit. Yeah, they have the average. I'm going to say per shit's like two thirty seven. $2.37? I was going to say. Are we talking about like our time? Or are we talking about just the problem? No, we're no. talking about just the price of how much toilet, how much toilet paper, paper do you use in dollars? Oh, okay. Like, it's got to be between say, 5 and 15 cents. Okay, if That's it's REITs. What did you say? I said but it's got to be between 5 and 15 cents. Okay, I'm going to go I'm gonna go lower. I'm going to go like 3 cents. I'm going to say <clears throat> 48 cents. Wow. That's an expensive turd. <laughs> No, it's it's six point five cents to ten point eight cents, depending on if you your preference. Are you going two ply, three ply? I got You got to go single ply, bro. No, you, you got to get the you gotta go to paper. Dude, something you invest in. You got to have you know, the you need to going somewhere that has single ply. Yeah. You had a business idea. I did. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, the poop. Oh, yeah. The, that's a great business <laughs> idea. The bathroom but we locator. Also, but now I want to add to it. I want to put the quality of the toilet paper. Not just the cleanliness. Oh, yeah. Of- yes. Yeah. It, a lot of factors go into a good bathroom. <laughs> yes. I told the guys at work about that idea, and they loved it. I think we need to reach out to Dude Wipes. You can sponsor us, too. Great idea <laughs> yeah. we have. We so, should probably throw a patent on this ASAP. Yeah. On okay. how to wipe her ass? Or- so, back to <laughs> straightflation. So, Angelsoft is an example. They used to be 425 sheets. Now, it's 320 sheets per roll for the same. Wait, where did it go? Sorry, say again. 425 to 320. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's like a 25% decrease, but you're paying the same price. And then Doritos did take lessier Doritos out of the bag. So, all chips probably did that. Now, it's just a bag of fucking air. Yeah, it's bullshit. They sell you this big fucking bag that is, it's like this (laughs) big. And you're like, look at all these chips I'm getting. And there's this much chips in it. You know what what brand is the worst in their St. Louis is Red Hot Ripples. Yo, yo, they are the worst. Hey, hey, hey. Don't don't disrespect the Red Hot Ripples. No, Red Hot Ripples are fantastic, but they they absolutely. They could be a sponsor. They they, want Old Vienna. I love Old Vienna. Old Vienna, you guys are the best. <laughs> and then maybe so a sponsor. I do have um, a, a couple stats too, Dan, on shrinkflation. It says a ten percent product size shrinkage is equal to an eleven percent price increase. So you said that uh, that was a twenty five percent decrease in toilet paper. So they essentially raised the price twenty five percent, or no, Gatorade more than that. Gatorade twenty five percent. Close. So they. So you're saying they charge more for less. <clears throat> Exactly. It's just how okay. it equals out to. So. I thought the I thought the price may stay the same. And no, no, no. What I'm saying is, if they shrink the product size by ten percent, yeah, it's equal to if they would have kept the size the same and raised it. 11%. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I see what you're saying. <clears throat> so I looked for the first example of shrinkflation, and I actually heard a story about it, but I couldn't confirm it on the internet. But it was pickles was the first that I heard of where. Some some guy bought a pickle company and they needed to figure out how to make more money. So he took one pickle out of the jar, mm. of every jar, and then two pickles. But the jar <laughs> stayed the same. I mean, you can't really tell no. when you look at it. So, but then we found Genius. Sal and I had found on on the internet uh, that coffee in the '80s went from like one pound per thing to 400 grams for the same price. Mm. And so that was kind of the first, like. Official shrinkflation. And like when people cut their cocaine that they sell with baby powder. 
<laughs> same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah very similar. I'm, keep, I'm, uh, so shrink, I'm, shrink I'm shrink always thinking about like the subway foot long, how it's not always a foot long. It's always like 10 or 11 inches. Yeah. Like, dude, man, that's it? 10 or 11 inches. Wait, so you've measured a foot long. But no, no, I've seen an article of them talking about <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Oh, man, he probably wouldn't even spend $5 for that hooker. Dude, they don't talk about $5 footlongs anymore. No. Those no. days are gone. No. Um, legal fees on Jared. Uh, inflation. <laughs> and something that is interesting about shrinkflation is that I feel like it definitely hits, like, the, the grocery industry more than anything is, like, food and stuff like that. Um, a way you can kind of keep your eye on uh, shrinkflation is to look at unit prices. Um, obviously, if you look at a gallon of milk, a gallon of milk is a gallon of milk. So mm-hmm. if you see the price going up, it's obviously not like they're cutting the size of the package. But something like Cocoa Pebbles, they they could cut it. Um, your cereal, your rice, stuff like that. That's not a common size. So look at that. And half of all grocery purchases are unplanned. So there's a lot of wasteful money that's going into grocery purchases as well. Mm-hmm. That's well, interesting. Is that one of so were you just talking about like if you look at the unit price, like or have you seen that before at the grocery store? It says like per fluid ounce. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's exactly so what, what you're referring about. to. Okay. Yeah. Um yeah, I, I have looked at that before where it's like, all right, you can get this smaller size, or if you get this bigger size, it's actually gonna save you like three cents yeah. per fluid ounce or whatever it is. I mean, people do that with like Starbucks or like any fast food restaurants, like, oh, do I get a small or medium or a large size drink? Small and medium is always same volume of water. Well, there was a guy that same volume like drink. said, you know, if you buy a, if you buy a small, I forget who it was. It was like a famous guy too. It, but basically, all Starbucks drinks are kind of the same. They just put more ice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I in think each one, and yeah. they like went after him, and he had to quit saying it. But yeah, so with shrinkflation, uh, to that point, Bobby, I did like how do we fight it? So <clears throat> if you they say if you buy store brand versus name brand, they're typically the last brands to reduce the, the, the content mm-hmm. of, of the package and then compare price per ounce versus just grabbing something off the shelf. So, yeah. But at that point, then would you consider quality over quant- like quantity then? I mean, they always say it's like the same thing as far as if you get the Sudafed versus Wallfed from Walgreens or the Schnucks Ibuprofen, which is... Advil Ibuprofen is stupid expensive. Yeah. yeah. Like, it, like $10 different than your store brand. I, was saying, it's, I it's, think Advil works Yeah, better. but I mean... It's the same thing. Yeah, but that... Well, maybe it does. I don't know. Well, no, that's well, what my wife t- keeps telling me, but... Well, Advil, that's similar, but I'm saying like store cap. brand what, toilet what paper... What is she saying? It's the same thing. <laughs> Advil, yeah. Advil versus uh, store store brand. <laughs> um, well, I mean, it's the difference compared to like, let's say, re- use that toilet paper example. Like, store brand will probably be one ply, while like name brand will probably be double ply or triple ply. Well, the, I think the very different things as far as medicine versus uh, versus toilet paper where that's very noticeably different. I don't know. It's like kind of hard to judge on that, but I don't know. I, I, I feel like there's certain things that I go name brand on for sure uh, where I'm like, I'm not going to buy Schnucks brand that. Yeah. Like if I'm buying syrup, you bet your ass I'm getting fucking Aunt Jemima's. I said it, <laughs> Aunt Jemima's. Uh, I ain't getting no Schnucks syrup. Um, <laughs> you got to get that real, real. Mrs. Butterworth's. Let's no go. <laughs> So, uh, I just did a quick search, by the way, on the toilet paper thing. Uh, the most expensive roll of toilet paper is 22-karat gold toilet paper. <laughs> <Boy>. <laughs> and in 2007, it was 1.376 mil for a roll. Now it's 1.5 mil. Of just gold toilet paper. Uh, it, it's some shit they're doing over in, like, 
Saudi, Saudi Arabia. Arabia. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's what the live golfers are uh, wiping, wiping their, their ass, ass with. on the plane. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, and then the other one was stagflation. So I don't have too much on this. What do you have, Brad? Uh, I don't have a lot on stagflation. It's basically persistent high inflation, which is something we're dealing with. Uh, but it also has to have a high unemployment with uh, stagnant demand for employment. So Dan will be the first one to tell us once stagflation is about to hit. Um, <clears throat> this usually happens during an economic slowdown. So at the current time, we don't have stagflation. Right now, we're not in a stagflation moment. Um, the Fed could... Like we could see this happening towards the end of the year into 2023. And a lot of people, the indicator is the Federal Reserve, basically, they're trying to control inflation first. And that's what typically happens, raising interest rates. Um, what you When you typically start to see the effects of it is about a year after the fact. So I don't know when's the first time we raised rates, six months ago, or was it not that long ago, three months ago? But um, so we're in the process of where we could see this happening, but we need to see uh, an unemployment issue, which will be Dan's expertise. <laughs> yeah, and, and I think it's going to be very difficult. Uh, you know, I've been monitoring this closely because that's the only shoe that has to drop for us to be in stagflation. Yeah. Um, Do you think it usually happens during like election times, stagflation? No. I think a lot of stuff just happens during election times that's not normal i think that's why we're hearing about greedflation yeah i mean yeah we could go that's a whole nother conversation yeah. but when i look at unemployment so you are seeing layoffs and that's something we could be talking about on a current events topic but all these companies that are laying off if you look at them they're they're like startup type and environments even if they're publicly traded whatever they're all spending cash they're burning cash to acquire customers and so now money is not cheap anymore because rates are going up. So they're laying off because they need to hit that profit switch as quickly as possible. So all the layoffs that are happening are for, by companies who are burning cheap money, basically. And so I haven't seen it happen. And I mean, Ford did it, but they Ford announced a layoff. But I think overall, you have a lot of people that if they were to get laid off, they're going to retire. We have a lot of boomers working still that are close to retirement. There's also, you know, a huge shortage of skilled labor, yeah. whether that's, you know, high-level accountants all the way to carpenters, whatever it is. And then we have all these people that don't want to work, it seems like. Uh, and then you have people just quitting their jobs, the great resignation that we've talked about. And so all these things put together, it's like, I, I don't see that happening. And I actually think there's going to be a sweet spot where if there were layoffs, it would help my business because we would have more talent to place like we still struggle to find people who are interested so i i think it's gonna be hard to get there maybe uh, if i were to predict though i think a year like you know yeah. july of 2023 is gonna be really interesting and something that i think is interesting i mean me and dan have talked about this off air is He's talking about burning cheap money. A lot of people are doing that right now, and they have to find a way to curb that, which ends up being usually employment is the quickest way to cut your you know, bottom line. Um, I think in the next year, what we're going to see is people who are cash heavy that could go liquid if they had to are going to be the most successful. I think the people that you're going to see uh, really struggling here are the companies that are right in the middle that have leveraged a lot of debt. 
I think the people who are already established are going to be in a really good spot. And I think the guys that are your one, two-man shop that don't have a lot of overhead are going to be very strong. And they're going to pick up those pieces of the the people in the middle. And then the people who are on the top side of that middle sector, they're going to get picked up by the larger corporations. So I think it is going to be an interesting year uh, with with inflation. I think we, I think it's only bound to happen that we will hit stagflation at some point. Like we're going to have to have an economic turndown. Well, that, I saw some stat that if we... We could get out of this if we did 10.1% unemployment for one year, but that would be like the worst of all time. Like it would be such an extreme situation. Um, so it's it's interesting to see the different layers. But the Fed's job is, we, I mean, <clears throat> to slow down inflation, they need higher unemployment. So yeah. they might be pushing for it. So um, Yeah, I mean, that's all I got. That was a lot of inflation today. That was so a lot of inflation. inflation. I feel bloated. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, shit. All right. Well, Sal, you earned your keep for next week. <clears throat> good one. <laughs> one good joke. <laughs> nice. Uh, all right, guys. <laughs> well, thanks so much for listening. Uh, again, like, subscribe, do all the shit, and we'll see you next week. See ya. Later.